Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Lunch with Lide Asterix. The Asterix is beside it because I don't know if I'm going to hold on to this name going forward. But that's not why we're here. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back. Oh my god, it's been a year without me. Um and I don't know. I don't know. I was feeling a little bit productive this evening. I'm not even going to lie. So I was feeling very productive this evening um, because I did something that I wrote down that I was going to do. And I'm like, oh, you know, what's a little extra thing, um, you know, in the midst of one thing. Anyways, so I'm like, okay, you know what? Why don't I just record an episode to just wrap up the year and kind of go into next year? So obviously, I don't know if you could tell, but I didn't post any episodes this year. And it's very interesting because I feel like almost every quarter I've had several instances where I'm just like, ah, why am I not posting? I should be posting. Why am I not publishing? Why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing that? Why am I not? It's okay. It's already late. <laughs> no. Um, but the funny thing was, I feel like at each point in time, I have the same answer. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I literally, I don't have a word to say. And for some reason, I think earlier in the year, I was definitely very much in a, I just need to be like observing type phase i just needed to be listening to be learning to be doing you know rather than just talking 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 and talking so that's pretty much why i didn't post any episodes and then i think eventually i became very comfortable with it and just be like oh you know what it's okay it's fine if i have other interests and if those interests are taking my time that is good and that's fine um eventually i'll either circle back to the podcast or win off of it but for some reason i don't think i will be leaving the podcast or weaning off of podcasting for a bit um so yeah you know let's talk about the year let's talk about 2023 <laughs> let's talk about 2023 what i did this year what i learned from this year and um pretty much maybe what you should be expecting from me next year that last thing sounded so professional i don't know if i'm going to say anything but um yeah let's talk about like my favorite thing my favorite part of this year my favorite my favorite part of this year was going to lagos um i went to lagos this year and i was so tempted to make an episode in lagos or to record an episode like when i came back from lagos but i just simply couldn't i had so much work to do and so i didn't even have the time to like think through it but i think it was very beautiful i don't know if i've ever spoken about being homesick on this podcast but it, it's a very interesting experience going back home after so many years away um i think one thing that really stuck out to me was the fact that like the rooms that i grew up in when i was obviously when i was in lagos the rooms that i grew up in all of a sudden seem smaller in a way and i don't know if it's because i'm taller or you know like bigger but the rooms just seem smaller than i remember them and obviously the people are older because time doesn't stop when you leave home um, and it was very interesting just sitting there and trying to observe that. I think another thing that was very interesting was the fact that Lagos is very loud. And so it took me like three days to just process the fact that I was even in Lagos. In the first place. I couldn't even text my friends because I'm like, what is going on? What is happening? There was so much noise, like literally and figuratively that it's just like, wow. Oh my goodness. But one thing about visiting Lagos, or one thing that I guess visiting Lagos did for me was it helped me feel like myself again. Because I genuinely feel like, or I genuinely felt like at that point, that the person that I was mentally 
was the person who was in Lagos five years ago. So the last time I went to Lagos was five years ago, 2018. And it's 2023 now. And I feel like there's some sort of like consolidation that has happened since I went to Lagos and came back that is like, oh, okay, no, this is where we're at. Like, this is what's happening right now. This is everybody, like, everybody's on board. Like, we're in line, we're in tune, we're in sync. Um, and that's very interesting. I don't know if a lot of people experience that, but that was something that I know happened to me where I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I feel like myself, I feel like, I feel like I'm here now because I'm with the times. And I think, actually, I think I know what it is. So <laughs> I think a while back I had, I had a discussion with somebody about how experiencing Lagos for me at a point got to, like, it became something I could only do through pop culture. So through TikTok, through Twitter, through Instagram. And I never felt like I was in the now with Lagos. I felt like Lagos was leaving me in a way. Okay, so yeah, this is that's, that's the whole point about, like, the thing about homesickness, right? So I felt like Lagos was leaving me. And I think it was only really compounded by the fact that, like, I didn't have... At that point, I, f- I felt like I didn't really have community. Um, and that was very interesting. That's a whole other thing to talk about. But that's I think that's something that... that um, that's, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but that's something that happened like before I went back home. And then, so now being able to be like, oh, you know, I was just in Lagos how many months ago and I, of course, I know, I, oh, is it that rude? They've not finished it, <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, I know, I know what's going on. I'm in the know. I know exactly what's going on in Lagos. I'm so I'm like, okay, no problem. So that's something that I definitely did. And I think what that then did was making me feel like a young adult. Like, oh my God, I'm an adult now. Like, what do you mean? Stop playing with me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was something that was very interesting. Um, everybody's getting older and it's very beautiful to experience, but it's also kind of sad. Um, I also was able to go to Ibadan and I got to see my grandparents' graves. Um, and that was very interesting. I think I experienced a lot of grief last year and being able to kind of like I don't know, just like, I don't know, there's something about being able to like go to a place where you know that like somebody that you loved would have done, what's this thing that they say in Yoruba, like, want to feel like what you want for Noruka, right? And you go there and it's just empty. Man, that does something to you, but it was very beautiful. I'm very happy that I went. I'm very happy that I could see friends and family. So that was what, I think that was the highlight of this year in terms of like what I did and I want to also talk about how that's also influenced me to be a different person. So again, earlier I talked about how like with the podcast, there were times I asked myself like, okay, why am I not posting any episodes? What am I supposed to be doing? And I think this year was the year that I also got comfortable with the fact that like my interests can change and nobody's going to beat me. Like it's totally fine. I can say I want to do one thing today and wake up tomorrow and do another thing. And it is perfectly fine as long as I have a plan, obviously, but like, it's really fine. Um, And so this year I started being more... I guess more conscious or more not conscious intentional rather about my writing so in case you didn't know i happen to be a writer i haven't really said that out loud ever but yes i do consider myself a writer i consider myself to be a nigerian writer obviously um and i'm very very interested in being a really good short storyteller i really like fiction and i think this year i became a bit more grounded in the idea of okay what type what form of storytelling do i want to become better at and I think I've settled with short storytelling. So this year I took two classes, um, well, workshops really. I guess one was a class, one was a like master class, the other was like an intensive or like a workshop. Um, 
and that was really good. One was hosted by Pemi Aguda and the other was hosted by Elosa Osunde. Um, and it was good. It was very interesting. I mean, like being in like the same space as people who are, act- well, <laughs> I won't say actually, but they are writers. Like that's pretty much like the identity, like people who are getting their MFAs or, you know, like people who are, so MFA means like masters in fine arts or masters of fine arts. Um, so usually like in creative writing, nonfiction, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm just the lie. I like to write is my hobby. <laughs> um, so it's very interesting being in that space. But um, this year I wrote an essay that I'm honestly very proud of. Um, so I have a substack also. And I wrote an essay. And, you know, so you know this thing about, again, I said earlier about like, you know, going to Lagos, coming back, feeling like myself, feeling like an adult. It's like, okay, so now that you feel like yourself, and you feel like you're an adult. And you're now, you know, you found things that you're interested in. Why don't you put yourself out there? And I'm like, oh, I don't know why into that. That's a bit scary. Not for me. Um, thank you. <laughs> right. And so I wrote this essay and it took me all night. Obviously, like, I mean, what else would I be doing if it wasn't like an all nighter? <laughs> so it took me all night to write this essay, and it was a like creative nonfiction essay. So it kind of it had different segments, three segments, and it was essentially it's essentially an essay about multitudes and why they exist, right? So going back to the idea of you can have an interest in one thing today and decide to do something else tomorrow, it doesn't really change the fact that it's still you at the core of all of those changing interests and, you know, moving dreams. Um, but I think it, I think that was very interesting, which, again, I love a good pattern. So it then connects back to what I said at the beginning about the asterisk next to the name of the podcast. Um, is about, like, identity and, you know, having that sense of, okay, w- what am I going to do with, like, I, I have this interest if I want to put myself out there when it comes to either finding community within this interest or, you know, just at least putting the work out there. So like there's a name or there's a name to the work, like, what do I do? So um, like a few months ago, I had a dilemma and that dilemma was pretty much what name do I put on my work? Um, it's interesting because when I was in 2020, obviously, when I came up with the idea for the podcast, it was very much on a, you're not going to know who I am. <laughs> And I think that that has been my modus operandi for, you know, operating anywhere, really, um, that is not real life. So everything on social media is just like, you may know me in real life, but if you don't know me in real life, then you're, you just know me online. Anyway, I don't know if that makes sense. Sorry. But um, at this point with this essay, I think that, obviously, like, thinking back to, like, the last episode, the last episode I did was about... Actually, I don't remember what the last episode I did was. Oh, my God. I think it was what I did with my friends. But I know I did an episode about talking about rejection and, you know, not setting goals and stuff like that. But, you know, all those things had to happen for me to be able to write that essay. And so at the point where that essay was completed, it was at a point where I'm like, oh, you know, I feel like I need to put my name on this. And so the question is, okay, what name are you going to put on this? Um... And I guess, OMG, <laughs> why does this feel like some sort of like big reveal? I don't know, but the scene that just played in my head from a TV show was like the scene in Hannah Montana where <laughs> where Hannah Montana takes off the blonde wig and it's Miley Cyrus or Miley Stewart rather that's under like under the wig, obviously. And then I think about people like making TikToks about it now that it's like, I'm sorry, like, did you like, how did we not know that? It, like, how would we not have known that it was you? Like, blonde wig, brown hair, like the face is still the same, it's still the same person. Like, that's what exactly the scene that's playing in my head right now. But 
my name is Orolua. <laughs> and everybody, or most people that I know, call me Orolua. And it's been very interesting, like thinking about that name and thinking about Ore as a creative and, you know, just pretty much like, <laughs> like, what is the name that I want to be behind all of that? And so when I thought about like Orelua, I was like, okay, obviously I, that is my name. Like, right. So then that's the thing about like the identity crisis that you then start to face because it's like, everybody calls me Ore, but then this podcast was called Lunch with Lai Day when I made it in 2020. Like, what do I do next? How do I change it? What would this be? What does that mean? What does this mean? Ah! Anyways, um, I decided to put my name, my full name actually on the, on the essay, my first name and my last name. And nobody really did anything about it. I'm like, ah, wow, that was a lot easier than I thought it would be. But I think one thing that I've learned this year is about the, the value of taking time, like things taking time. And eventually when it is time for them to bloom, they will bloom in, you know, in all their bloomingness. <laughs> um, in the sense that like, I felt like it was the right time for me to put my name out there. <laughs> I felt like it was the right time for me to put my name out there and I did it. And I think that what that means is now me taking, well, one ownership of my creativity and then putting in more effort and intentionality to create or produce work, whether it is in writing or it is in podcasting, that would be, um, that would be what Ore wants to do. Anyways, I still, th- I'm not that I'm thinking about it, honestly. I think Lunch with Lai Day can be something that Ore made, obviously. Um, and we could keep it like that, honestly. I really love the name and I think it means a lot to me. The other day I was looking through my old phone and I saw a photo of the mind map that I made when I was thinking of a name for this. And it was a lot. I mean, obviously, for somebody who was 19, I'm like, girl, you were thinking. Uh, you were really thinking. <laughs> um, but it was fun. So I might hold on to this. But yeah, it's lunch. But lunch with Lade brought to you by Orolua. Um, but yeah. So, you know, I think that was something that um that I learned this year. It's just it's okay to to experience dilemmas, but just the biggest thing really is just you know being able to take ownership of, of the work that is yours. And what then that leads me to, or what that then leads me to rather, sorry, is uh actually, 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 with regards to putting yourself out there. I spoke at a conference this year. Um, it was a virtual conference and it was, I spoke about the topic of friendship. Uh, well, I was not, I didn't speak about it on my, by my own, on my own. I'd be by myself rather. It's a lot of English, but I was on a panel, um, with two other wonderful women and there was a host, a moderator rather. And I spoke about friendship and about like navigating friendships and being an introvert and like, um, what else did I think about? Like my definitions of friendships, for example, like as a Muslim woman and I'm like, ah, wow look at you i was actually very nervous like my legs were like bouncing the entire time and i was just like i just sat there like <laughs> i spoke to my mom after and i was just like oh you catch you just did and i'm just sitting there just like quietly like okay um but it was good it felt really nice to be able to talk about something that i really love which is friends and community and the value that they bring into our lives um, and the value that you can put to other people's lives as a friend um I might do a like updated version of that. I don't know if I've done an episode about that, but I might do an updated one. That's not a promise. It's just a, it's an idea. <laughs> Opportunity comes but once. <laughs> it's an idea. So I might write it down. Um, but yeah, I spoke, I spoke at the conference and that was fun. And that was good. 
Um, but yes, so back to feeling grounded and, you know, saying, okay, these are the things that I want to do. Like, this is kind of where my interests lie and trying to like create a sort of like consolidated space for my creative pursuits. Um, one of the things that I learned this year, or I guess a conclusion that I came to this year that was very valuable to myself um was you know amidst my not podcasting and wanting to stay silent and learning um was the value of centering yourself in your own life um and this is not necessarily on the whole like oh yeah the main character in your life everybody is a supporting cast or supporting no that it's it's more so about the fact that when you think about yourself there are values, interests, likes, dislikes, non-negotiables, all these things that make you, you. And I think one thing that is very important is that you remain that person in regardless of whatever role it is you find yourself in. Um, and I say this like in the sense of like, okay, you know, as a child, as a parent, as a boss, as an employee, as a neighbor, as a stranger, even as a customer, right? Like there's certain things that make you, you, and it's very important that you don't lose those things based off of, oh, this person is my coworker. They're not my friend. So I don't need to act a certain way to them. And doesn't necessarily mean that you would, I mean, obviously then there's now a bigger discussion about boundaries and all that kind of stuff. Those are very important, but I'm saying this more so like regarding like just the things that you principles that you hold dear to you so for example if within your friend group you're not going to be gossiping or backbiting why do you think it's good for you or why should you be back hey god why should you be gossiping or backbiting about somebody at work you know what i mean i hope you get it because if you don't get it forget about it it's already late um (laughs) i'm so sorry um but I don't even know if that really captures what I'm trying to say. But the biggest thing is just stay grounded within yourself. And I think that that also kind of, for me, the biggest thing is about consistency. Like you are the same person and you know what, okay, now, okay, let me make this make sense. So earlier in the year, I was listening to a podcast and these people who were on the podcast, um, they were talking about a friend and they had a party for this friend. And at this party, there were tons of different kinds of people from different ages different backgrounds different like areas of this person's life and they all had the same thing to say about the person who was having the birthday party and i'm like that's it that is honestly it like the fact that you can stay the same person your values come through regardless of whether you're this person's child this person's neighbor this person's doctor sister friend colleague neighbor stranger like you're the same person it's very important that you you stay true to yourself in every role that it is that you find yourself. I think that that's one way to be able to make an impact. Or that's one way for the small actions that you make to compound for lasting impact. Period. I hope that makes sense, honestly. Because even me, I'm still trying to understand what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> this year, I was brave in the sense that i went out on my own on my birthday i went to a museum i went out to a very noisy brunch um place and it's my favorite brunch place and every time i've been there i've been there with other people and so going there by myself this year honestly felt like wow look at you 
Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> I felt so proud of myself because it's like, okay, this is good. I don't know if I've spoken, I probably have honestly spoken about like anxiety and um, being outside before on the podcast, but yeah, it was something I did this year and I was like, wow, what a girl. Look at her. Look at her go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, first of all, that just reminded me of another thing that I loved this year. Formula One. Um, first of all, I haven't even spoken to I haven't spoken obviously I didn't post any episodes this year, but I spoke to a lot of people about Formula One. Yesterday I was talking to my friend Nancy about Formula One and she says it sounds like it's baby food. And I'm just like, girl, girl, no. First of all, Formula One this year, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. This year, I started watching Formula One at the beginning of the season in February. Why did I start watching Formula One? I have no clue. But one day, a video popped, you know, popped up on my TikTok for you page. You know, just kind of being—it's literally was just like a Formula One 101, um, where it talked about you know the tires, the teams, the drivers, the obviously the different like grid, like the grid, obviously which is drivers, um, and the different races starting for that. Yeah, and I think I watched this video on Wednesday, Wednesday on a Wednesday and the Formula One weekend, like a Grand Prix weekend is usually Thursday through Sunday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And I started watching from the first, the first, um, the first race was Bahrain. And, you know, it was wonderful and it just kept going and going and going. And so as I'm recording this, hey! <laughs> okay. This is not true, but I don't know why the thought just came to me that like, am I recording now because I don't have any Formula One to watch? I'm not gonna lie. <sighs> Let's say no. I'm just gonna say no for the sake of everything. No, but seriously, the, <laughs> the the Formula One is on a winter break right now, and there's no Formula One. There's no Grand Prix. <laughs> I'm just sat here. There's no qualifications. There's no sprints. There's no free practice, <laughs> and it's just me. <laughs> It's just me. And the next season doesn't start till I think February next year. Obviously starting again in Bahrain. But oh my God. Yes, Formula One is absolutely fantastic. I I think I started watching Formula One as a Ferrari fan. And then I realized that strategy is such an important thing to know how to do. And I still consider myself to be a Ferrari fan, but I'm more primarily like a I'm a McLaren fan right now. I think Lando and Oscar. So Lando uh, Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri are the two drivers for McLaren, um, for the McLaren F1 team. And they had a, I mean, the beginning of the year, whew, okay, now let's not talk about that. But as the year rounded up, it became, they were on a streak. Um, and the hope is that they start next season the way they ended this last season. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for them. They can be world champions, I'm, I'm saying. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> I I definitely did not stop recording because I was watching Formula One. No. Um, but yeah, absolutely. It was a fantastic thing. I think that if you are interested in um physics and people just going, nyum, nyum, nyum. <laughs> So my favorite like um scientific phenomenon is the Doppler effect. And the Doppler effect is essentially a function of the frequency of, you know sound coming from an object changes as it changes that changes position relative to an observer right and so when you think of like a car going (laughs) 
that's the Doppler effect. And so obviously you're just getting the Doppler effect back to back to back to back when you're watching a Grand Prix. Anyways, um, Formula One, I definitely highly recommend. Uh, you have to wake up early sometimes, but you know, it's worth it in the grand scheme of things. Um, but <laughs> I still find that very funny to think about. Anyways, one thing that I know that I did this year that I think was very important, and I think that as a young adult is very important to be able to do is to do small things because small things add up to bigger things and you know I mean, obviously i mentioned that with regards to like being a person and like you know being the same person having you know having that consistency in terms of your character as a person and your 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 presentation or your contributions as a person across the board but small things like you know when you finish eating wash the plates immediately like when you leave a room turn off the lights like these are things that like my mom anytime i like turn off the lights in a like in a room i always remember like my mom like growing up but she'd be like when you are not so turn off the lights and it's like oh actually this is very 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 true so turn off the lights if you're not there like if you're walking out of a room right now listening to this better switch off the lights and don't 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 go back there and the lights are still on um do little things like rinsing the shower like it's just those little things like they feed okay first of all i don't know if it feeds like the dopamine like psycho system what's the i, I feel like there should be a word um it's a reward system yeah dope, like i don't know if it feeds that but like just being able to do little things i remember noseba one of my very very good friends she shared a video and i think it's one of her favorite videos it's about like how the most important thing you could do every day is making your bed like it just makes you feel like yeah good to go and i'm like yeah so doing those small things they definitely add up so yeah i guess besides washing plates and turning off the lights and like rinsing the shower it's just make your bed that those little things just do the little things because the little things add up that's the that is honestly the bottom line of this year like little things compound and they make bigger things and those big things become lasting and leave and uh, they leave an impact um and so you may not necessarily like accrue the rewards now or what's i don't know what the word is but eventually you you'd have done it so many times which now that i'm saying this it makes <laughs> no sense that i'm saying this and i don't even go to the gym so this year i had i struggled a lot with going to the gym um but we go again 2024 will be genuine <laughs> it will be genuine let's go um i hope you actually i actually genuinely hope that i'm able to go to the gym more next year um but yeah, this is a episode already gets <coughs> excuse me a little bit too long. Um, but some of my favorite things from this year, just as a quick roundup, because I remember I've done an episode where it's like you know the things that y'all said would give and they actually gave. I think in one of my last episodes or last few episodes, I talked about having like six plants. Right now, I have eleven. One of the actually no, I have ten. I used to have eleven. One of them had to go because there were bugs. I don't like bugs. What do you mean? The plant had to go and honestly it was not the plant's fault i think it was the situation that the plants came from so i got this plant at obviously a like home depot um and i think it came with spider mites and i'm saying web 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 ah, this is not spider-man killer day what's happening here and the leaves kept falling off and i'm like girl <laughs> this is way too much and i started looking online like okay you know 
what are some of the remedies? How can we cure this? How can we do this? And I said, more, they started falling off. And I started saying, twinkle, twinkle, little star inside the soil. Ah, uh-uh. no, 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 no. Please, it had to go. Um, but not, right now I have 10 plants and they're doing so well. And it's been so interesting watching them grow. I'm like, oh my God, look at you with a new leaf. Congratulations. It's doing pretty well. They're doing pretty well. Um, Obviously, books this year, I don't think I read a lot. But the one book that I have thought of a lot, actually, almost at least once a month or once every three weeks since I read it was The Ninja Wife by Vanessa Walters, I think. Let me look that up real quick. Yep, The Ninja Wife by Vanessa Walters. I think about that story, like, a lot. Especially because it's so well done. Um, It's essentially a story about... Oh my god, what's her name? I don't remember the main character's name. I think her name is Nicole and it's a it's a thriller that's pretty much what it is so i listened to it as an audiobook so obviously that like heightened the experience and you know this woman who she's from the uk and i think she's jamaican so she's british jamaican and she marries a nigerian man and they move back to lagos and they live in this like family compound um and essentially she goes missing at some point and so her aunt flies in from the uk and um you know essentially just goes on this search for her niece and, you know, her search kind of unravels so much, you know, just one about like Lagos itself, like as a character, and then the people that make up Lagos. And it's just absolutely well done. And it ends on like, I don't want to spoil it, but like a cliffhanger in a way. And I'm just like, oh, excuse me, where's the rest of it? But it's one of my favorite books now that I think about it. Like I've thought about this book too many times, too many, too, too many times. Um, but yeah, The Ninja Wife, honestly, yes. Um, I've bought a lot of other books. I just haven't read them. And that's not too good. You can record for 30 minutes max. Ah, almost. <laughs> In that case, it was so lovely talking to you guys. Um, oh, my favorite saying, honestly, this year, one, who go up, you know, go stress you and simply kolofa baby me. So yeah, I hope you all have a good time. Can you believe it actually cut me off? Anyways, bye. This is a proper goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. If you listened this far... Um, I might do that episode that I mentioned about friendships and I don't know. We'll see what happens next year, but um, stay true to yourselves. Oh my God. I can't believe we're growing up. I'm actually very thankful uh, to everyone who's like been excited about the podcast, like more excited than I am or than I have been rather, but that's pretty much it. Thank you so much. Uh, Eat your vitamin C, stay healthy, drink water and have a beautiful weekend. Bye.